Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Uh, so, how are we changing our mind? So many ways. <laughs> right? So many ways. Literally. I love this chapter. Yeah, you could change your mind. I wish this is like, like I wish the OCD version of me was able to hear this. I have, you know, OCD has trouble with uncertainty, which he talks about in this chapter, but like just a lot of my anxiety is rooted around like, what's the decision that'll change your life forever? But you could change it. Right. What, what is the specific street that you need to turn down specifically right. on this day so that, <laughs> yeah. you know, in the rest of your life's in order. Exactly. Tomorrow yeah. that you'll be able to turn down this street because the butterfly is going to pass down your elbow. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, uh, I understand that this, this chapter speaks to me right now, especially you this. changing your mind about? Uh, well, I, I'm really good about certain things because I have learned how to put boundaries in my life and some of them have always been there. Right. Some of them I've learned to put in place and some of them I've learned to make stronger. And on page 138, we have this awesome, I will not argue with strangers on the internet. So good. So this is one of many rules that I have for myself and many boundaries that I have for myself. And later on, we're recording our 100th episode, which is vitally important and definitely not anything that I've been anxious about whatsoever at all, period. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Nobody has to think about it at all. Um, and so I've been doing some cool things. And one of them involved me going to the page that has the reviews for the show on it, sure. which I don't ever go to right. on purpose. Okay. Because it automatically shows you bad reviews that's weird because i saw like we're like at 4.5 and most of it's a five star review right and like so yeah. the ones that they pull up to like show you like they, they want to be like you know fair and balanced so sure. they show you like middling reviews <laughs> okay so like obviously i saw like middling reviews of the podcast and i've been like thinking about them hmm and, I mean, obviously I would never go and, like, rebut people on the internet because it's literally the stupidest thing you could ever possibly do is argue yeah. with strangers on the internet. <laughs> but then I started thinking, like, I bet you there are people that go and review podcasts the way that people, like, Yelp review food mm -hmm. and are just, like, getting the wrong idea. Well, just are just like picky for no reason, but then mm. are, those are the people who leave reviews mm. because I've seen the same types of reviews on different podcasts. Cause like I, when I went and looked at reviews of the podcast, like a while ago, I was like, why are these like, what's up with this? Yeah. Because the people who don't like the podcast don't like that. We say the word like, <laughs> That sure. they don't like. Well, I think it's a generational <laughs> thing. I think that people who leave reviews on podcasts are older and probably don't like millennials, which is fine. 
Sure. Sure. Whatever. But also, are you you're really gonna go and leave poor to middling reviews on a podcast made by women because you don't like the way that women speak? Well, that kind of touches to me in the chapter on the whole part about like like-minded versus like-hearted. Like I feel like any like those are people that are not like-hearted as us. And I, I don't think you know if they right, leave that's review, a shitty petty thing to do. Right. Like I just feel like they're just not on the same heart level. Right. You could be against abortion. You could be <laughs> like uh I I don't I don't even know. I can't even come up with something else right now. You could be I don't know. Something else that's you know uh that we've brought up or anything. Yeah. You know, you, know, you could be against the you know against the Scrap. environment. <laughs> you know, you could like really dislike poor people. Right. I don't even know. I don't know what that means. Not dislike poor people. You can't dislike people. That's, that's the thing that I'm trying to stay away from. You could have, you know, capitalist principles. Sure. That in turn wind up meaning that you don't really care for poor people. But, you know, that's what I mean. But you could actually care about people. And be a good person. Right. Like somebody, that, you know, the people who you sit down to dinner with. But you can't be the kind of people who are mean to waiters. Right. And, like, that's the kind of thing that, like, this chapter really gets into. The, the you know, surround yourself with like-hearted people because those are the people who are going to make you more interesting. Those are the people who are going to teach you things that you don't know about. Like, first off, you and I are very different people. Yeah. I thought about us when I read that. We're like wildly different people. Megan and I are wildly different people. So many people that I am friends with, like that I'm very close friends with are wildly different people. I realize that I'm like shouting right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel very strong. You can about change this. your mind. <laughs> I know you can change your, like, and like, also, it is okay for your feelings to evolve on things. Right. That's, yeah, that's what I took from it. Because personally, I never let myself do that. But inter, intra-personally, right, people to people, it's like we don't allow ourselves to do that either. We feel like we have to take a stance in order to stand for something, but don't realize that the stance you could take is everyone has different stances, you know, kind of. And there are a lot of ways in which things affect us differently like you know if you work when it's dark out all the time daylight savings time legislation may affect you differently than if you drive a car all the time when accidents are more likely to happen that's a really arbitrary (laughs) thing but like I'm loving your connections today. <laughs> but like, you know, things affect us differently. Like, you know, if you live in the middle of the country, uh, sand erosion, you know, shore erosion legislation, right. you know, like those types of things. Whereas, you know, if you live on the beach, if you have a house on the beach and, you know, 10 years ago, your house was 30 feet away from the shore, and now your house is 20 feet away from the shore. That's, like, a really big deal. <laughs> sure. And so, sure. you know, sure. 
Or, you, you know, if you live in Florida and, you know, you keep getting hit by hurricanes. Right. This shit matters to you in a different way than it matters to other people. Sure. And we can't all, like, say, okay, this is all supposed to matter to us, this percentage, or this is all supposed to matter to a good person in this way. And, yeah, like... I see what you're meaning. And then you're attaching it to kind of what people are saying and how they are affected. Right. And then you feel like you're supposed to be good or bad or, like, if you don't care about this enough, then you feel guilty about not caring this enough. And, like, you know... This happens a lot, I think, to uh, kids when they go away to college. You know, it's like, well, here's Greenpeace. Here's, you know, you know, the fish in the ocean. Here's the trees. Here's the kids on the street. Here's the, you know, um, first-time moms. Here's every single person who needs your help. And then you have no idea how anything has affected you, will affect you, is affecting you because you are like this first person like who's now on your own for the first time and college especially when you go away to college is filled with all of these people who are like trying to vie for your attention and come at you with like save the turtles and it's like of course we want to save with the turtles <laughs> turtles should be saved <laughs> But also, like, you need your money to buy food and rent. Sure. And, you know, if you give your rent money to turtles and the shoreline and preventing a pipeline from being, you know, you have to figure out which things matter to you as a person, which things, you know, who, who you are and like what values you have and then what can you progress, you know, what, what values can you progress as a person? And I think that comes back down to you can change your mind. Right. Like if you decide freshman year that like, you know, uh, the land before time was a great movie and you love turtles growing up and like, oh my God, or you had a pet turtle and like all these things. And then, you know, six months later, you're like, "Mm, I really need, you know, the extra books or I need a tutor or else I'm not going to be able to get to pass this class that will let me graduate on time. Yeah. You can change your mind. You know, you're not going to go to hell because you didn't save the turtles. Yeah, I think it's a – who did we talk to recently that – I don't think their interview came up yet. I think it will in the future. But we mentioned something about people making choices because of identity attachment. And Austin talks about, like, brand – like, the evil word of brand. And you feel like your brand, obviously, online and with your artwork that's attached and all that when you're, like, trying to make something of yourself is important. But then even as an individual, like, we almost brand our goodness based on what we – so it's like that – even that, what you're kind of saying is, like – you're allowed to be a brand that's uncertain of what you want to represent or be a brand that represents something that you then change your mind and don't want to like, so I love that he gives you permission of that. Right. So like, we're always so attached to what makes us who we are, but it shouldn't be held so close where you're resisting 
a change that could be beneficial to you or others. Like, right. No, I do. I do feel that. And I think like, we're always so attached to like, specifically what you're saying, those things that we identify with. And so many times that we identify with charities that we support, Mm -hmm. places that we spend our money. Right. And not necessarily values that we have. Right. Yeah. And like, I identify you know, with that a lot. And then, you know, it's not, you know, I donated $10 to save the turtles because I'm a generous person and right. I give when I can. It's I gave $10 to the turtles because I paid $10 to be part of the turtle people who are saving mm. the turtles. Right. And so it's like so, like, I don't, how do you break that cycle of, you know, buying into something when you literally are buying into something? Right. Because you're saying the intentions are usually good or like. Well, right. I mean, you literally, like you, to support charities, you almost always have to give them money. It's so, right. you know, you can't really save the turtles by going out to, you know, wherever the turtles are and literally saving them. Right. Especially for the price of $10. Right. And so, like, because everything does come down to money, because, you know, the dollar is, like, the lowest common denominator, we literally have to buy into things. And right. so, because we buy into everything, we see everything as, like, transactionary. And so, like, it's hard to get out of that, like, transactionary um, relationship with things Mm. and start seeing things as, uh, like, value relationships. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when you have relationships with people, they're not transactionary. And when you start having, you know, transactionary relationships, like, with people, then, like, shit gets weird. You shouldn't be paying people. Like, that's not really legal. Right. I mean, like, it's, you know, you can pay people for a job, you know, that's a job, but you can't, you can't just pay people for their relationships. That's, like, that's just, I don't even, that's a whole other show. That's a separate thing. That is an entirely different thing. And if you're in that kind of situation, Remember, you are allowed to change your mind. Right. (laughs) That was a good chapter. It really was. It was. I really like that one. Um, Yeah. So tell us, tell us what you're changing your mind about. Tell us where you struggle when you want to change your mind. Are you a set in your ways type person? Are you a, I don't know which way I want to go type person? Are you a, um, that one conversation we had with Megan Anderson is a really good episode to go back to the sunk cost fallacy uh-huh. episode where you have already put a lot of time into something and you're like, well, I'm already down this path. I need to keep going. Um, so let's start that conversation. We have the whole new awesome ladies private forum set up for you. And you can check out all of that at the awesome ladies project.com slash crappy female. If you have any questions, you can always email me uh, and oh, I should tell you my email address. It's are you Kristen at the awesome ladies project.com.
I love you guys. Um, and we'll see you next week with another, another keep going. Bye guys.